Welcome to the Weekend Sports Buzz here on 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, WXVW. We are coming at you as we do every Sunday morning, 9 AM until 11 AM, talking all things in the world of sports. I'm joined this morning by Steve Driver and Gary Love. How are you guys doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Gary, we appreciate you you joining us. Um, For those of our listeners who are not familiar, Gary's a longtime friend of the show, we would say he wears the hat of the Kentucky fan. We, I'm a, I'm a Louisville fan. Steve's actually an Ohio State fan. But to bring some balance and a little bit of blue perspective to the, the panel this morning, we do have Gary. So we appreciate you coming in, Gary. Thanks for having me. Plenty to talk about this morning as there is a never-ending supply of coaching carousel in the world of college football. Coaching carousel uh, topics and hot-button issues. Um, obviously, we, we have a pretty good picture of the college football playoff. Uh, it Really, it looks like it, it's going to come down to whether Ohio State or Alabama gets the final spot. Obviously, Clemson, um, um, Oklahoma, and, um, and who am I forgetting? Georgia. 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 Georgia with the big win over Auburn in the SEC championship. So, uh, but the, the the main topics that I am intrigued with is the uh, it looks like Herm Edwards tomorrow is going to be named the coach at, at Arizona State. Um, what other big big uh, names have been? Tennessee has not mentioned has not named their head coach quite yet. There was some rumbling. Obviously, Phil Former was brought back in. I think he was on a panel. He was still employed by Tennessee, right? Yes, in, almost in yes. a Denny. Let's say a Denny Crumb type capacity. For local reference, is that about right, Gary? Yes. yes. Okay. So he was he was in some way still uh, employed after I think he was he was what year was it that they let him go? It was 08. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So it's been a while. In that almost um, a decade that that he he'd won one national championship. Yeah, the AD a couple weeks ago was the one that fired him in 08, right, Gary? Yes. Yeah. Um. So other other Steve, you have some notes about the coaching care. So what? What college football coaching moves are the most intriguing? I, I was shocked Jimbo Fisher would leave Florida State to go to the SEC. I was too, man. This is, it's probably the one I was most shocked about. Um, you leave Florida State and go to the SEC West to Texas A&M. Now you're uh, recruiting in the middle of Texas. You probably can't go back to Florida and recruit. I just don't see how that's a better job than Florida State. Yeah, they they said he he had grown he had grown leery of uh, they kept promising these promising him these upgrades. Yeah, and and they haven't put any money into their 
into their stadium or anything like that. So I, th- I think he was just frustrated. And Texas A&M gave him a ton of money, right? Wasn't it like 10 years, $75 million? Money talks yeah. at the end of the day. You have a, a family and you're looking for you know, your future generations and all that cliche stuff. But in reality, if I have a, a job, I don't know how. You could get fired by Florida State if you have a couple down years, right? Yeah, and he's had two in a row. Yeah. Yeah, so a couple more and he, he could be, you know, out of there regardless. you got to look for your job security and your financial um, stability for your family for years down the road. I, I know that's cliche, but it, uh, it, it's a head-scratching move. But if they have the budget in the SEC West to swing that and to give them a big contract, yeah, uh, you know. There's also a backstory to that. Also, um, supposedly his son's got a got a, a blood a, a seriously a blood disorder, and okay. he goes to the Houston hospitals. And it's so much closer to A and M that they're saying that that may, that may be a reason he may have took it. Also, just the 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 Kevin Sumlin out at A and M, and then maybe he's. I mean, he'll probably get another SEC job. Um, Dan Mullen to Florida from Mississippi State. It's just crazy how these some of these coaches can, can suck at one school and then just get a job maybe even a little bit better in Dan Mullen's case, right? I know Tennessee was talking about getting su- someone. I'm That probably won't happen now. But just the whole carousel, it looks like after three or four years, teams just get tired of these coaches or they have a down year and the coach gets tired of the school and looks for more money. Just insane to me, man. I want to encourage our listeners to get in on the action this morning. The Oxmore Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line is 502-384-1450. We encourage you to give us a call. Get in on the action. I still can't believe um, Tennessee didn't hire Jeff Brom. I, I guess that was uh, Ful- Fulmer behind the scenes trying to sabotage everything. Yes, yes absolutely. But out of all the coaches I've heard, I thought that would have been the best hire. You're not paying them eight million dollars a year that yeah. all he needed was a buyout and i think he instead of hiring dan mullen again i think getting an up-and-coming young coach yeah like, like brahm could is definitely better than dan mullen i just um, don't understand how he was calling coaches and telling them not to take the job just so he can set the ad up do you think you're, you're not sure if that's accurate or, or that that was true that's 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 been reported on several websites that he was Phil sabotaging Phil? the coaching search. Yeah. <laughs> Tennessee is an absolute mess. They hired Greg Schiano. They hired Brom, right? Yep. Both of them fell through for different reasons. Um, once again, the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line is 502-384-1450. We're going to head to the buzz line now. We've got our man Carolina. Steve is on the line with us. How are you this morning, Carolina? Just saying that what y'all were talking about is that uh, the AD there, who was there, all had a commitment for Mike Leach to come there and former sabotage that. Yeah, Carolina, uh, who do you think is going to be the next head coach there? Who would you like to see at Tennessee? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> because uh, I, I think it'll be T-Mark. T. Martin is the head coach, Carolina. Yeah, he uh, he led them to their national championship. He could actually unite the fan base. Uh, he doesn't have the experience, but uh, he'll he'll unite some good assistant coaches and everything. But I don't see how that uh, 
they're going to be able to afford anybody with what all they got to pay for the buyouts and everything. They they just stole that on our big money boosters. What they got? They've got a lot of money down there. Well, apparently they didn't have enough to to wrap up or secure the Brom deal, and he was seemingly. I know I'm a, a homer, a former Louisville Cardinal guy from right here in the in the Louisville area, but uh, he was a pretty hot commodity, wasn't he? Why didn't they Why didn't they secure the 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 Jeff Brom deal? I don't know. They said because. the. The holdup was the $5 million buyout, That's which what makes I mean. no so, sense. So if the boosters truly have such deep pockets that I well, keep that, hearing about. That was Fulmer sabotaging. <laughs> See, I don't know that I believe. So what, he didn't want a good coach? Does Fulmer want to be the coach himself? He wanted to be the athletic director. Athletic director. Okay. I, I think Jeff Brahms, I think he's a superstar. I mean, I just don't know why they get, they didn't go with go through with it. And everybody always says if they could get John Gruden, they would have the deepest pockets in the world. But for some reason, Jeff Brom, uh, they couldn't finalize that in a very bizarre move. Now, I guess Jeff Brom's back at Purdue. Like, thanks for, guys, I appreciate you keeping me around. I mean, that's got to create an awkward situation, right, Carolina? Yeah, uh, I think that the, just the way that they're doing things with coaches, look at the SEC, how many new coaches they're going to have next year. They got uh, Mullen at uh, Florida. They, yep. they got... People coming in to Tennessee. They're going to have uh, Arkansas, and, it, and uh, also Jimbo Fisher at uh, Texas A&M. It's going to be a whole new outlook on the uh, SEC. You're right, Carolina. While we have you on the line, I'm going to ask. Um, obviously, you, you you've got Georgia. Um, obviously, you've got your Clemson Tigers. Uh, is there a chance that Ohio State sneaks in over Alabama? I hope not. Ohio State, I do not like them. I, I don't want to see them get in, but and I, I was an Alabama fan up until my came, I became a Clemson fan. But I just have a feeling that you go by uh, the resume and everything, you got to give it to Ohio State. you, you got to give it to Ohio State? Yes, they uh but then, yeah, I look at that, and what about that 30-point loss they had to Iowa? That's, yeah. That, that's the big thing on that. The main thing uh, for Ohio State is they did have uh, more impressive big wins than Alabama. Alabama, despite you know being in the SEC, they didn't really have the greatest strength of schedule. Actually, they had a very subpar strength of schedule. Well, you got to look at something, too. If the injury hadn't occurred to the quarterback at FSU, that strength of schedule would go up because of, just because of the record that they had. And I think people should take that into consideration. They beat Florida State when they had their quarterback. That's fair. Uh, college football is an interesting animal because if you're the, the guy making the schedule for Alabama right now, let's say you're making it for 2021, okay, right? Yeah. Because that's kind of how stuff like that works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's three or four years out that they schedule these teams. So, so you can't say, well, I'm going to schedule FSU, but they're going to have a down year that year. Yeah. No, you get the teams on your schedule that you think are going to give you the best. You don't want to overdo it, right? Right. You don't want to play the very best 12 programs or, you know, out-of-conference games in the world. But um, it's a balancing act, so it's a little bit of a, a – a, a, it's a little bit of a, a risk when you schedule those games, and, and that's just the, the nature of the beast. It did unfold this year where, where Alabama had a, a, a subpar strength of schedule, which is not normally the case. 
No. They, they usually play anybody that will play them. I mean, like next year they're playing Louisville. Yeah. So, I mean, like you say, you can't help your schedule that you schedule somebody four years out and they, they're, you know, their quarterback goes out and they end up being not very good. Well, hey, that surprised me that Jimbo Fisher left uh, Florida State to go to uh, Texas A&M. Yeah, it really but, did uh, me too. You see guys like Chip Kelly – who, who they have to make decisions. They say, no thanks, I don't want a piece of the SEC. I think I'll go out west where I can put up big numbers. And you say, well, that, that actually makes sense. But then on the other side, you see, you see Jimbo Fisher in the ACC, and he says, no thanks, I do want to go to the SEC. You know, I, I, it, it, just some very head-scratching decisions across the board um, in this coaching carousel. Now all of a sudden this morning, as I had predicted – um, I don't think I said it on the air last week. Maybe I did, but Les Miles, his name is being thrown around as a, a potential candidate for the Tennessee job. I saw that. Uh, I think that'd be a good thing. And uh, oh, do you know who Jimbo Fisher's second game is next year at Texas a and I did see something about that. Who is it? Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, Carolina, as always, we appreciate your call. Before we let you go, anything else you want to chime in on? Well, I just want to say all these rivalry games that are coming on, the biggest rivalry game to me in the United States is next Saturday. And if people should watch it because it, it shows support for our military, which is the Army-Navy game. Y'all have a nice day. Great stuff there from our man Carolina, one of our longest-running callers. Yeah. I think I've been on the air for... Coming up on six years now. He's been calling since day one. So, Carolina, always uh, we do appreciate your calls, your contributions to the show. Uh, great stuff there. How weird is it that four, maybe even five, three years ago, if I would have told you Mark Stoops would have been the longest tenured SEC East coach. Oh, God. what a ch- <laughs> That's unheard of. Even beyond that, that they would have went, uh, what did they go, seven and five? Yeah. And um, – from a distance, I, I, I still will, will say this was a good year for Kentucky football, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they gave one or two games away, but seven wins is where I had them start the year. Yeah. He catches a lot of hell, I, I think, on Twitter, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Specifically on Twitter? Yeah. And, and, and you know what's funny? Sorry to interrupt you, Steve, but what about the power of Twitter? I keep going back to it. Clay Travis said, uh, Greg Schiano's hired. Well, guys, he some one per- – wasn't that right, Gary? One person implicated him in this child – porn thing, yep. or child sex scheme at Penn State, guys, let's gang together and start hanging up signs, and let's, no, we don't want him as the coach, get him the hell out of there. So, Steve, uh, just a couple years, the, the climate that we're in right now is so unique, um, the Twitter actually impacts yeah. the, the, the world of the coaching searches. So, for example, if there's a comparable Clay Travis to Kentucky fan base, it's obviously Matt Jones. Yeah. So if Matt Jones turns on Bob Stoops, I'm sorry, Mark Stoops. Is is Mark Stoops, could he possibly take a better job? You know, even though he's been mentioned for the Florida State job, there's no way he'd, he'd even get an interview. But I don't know. It, it's almost like the fans are so unhappy with him. It's almost like that would drive him away. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's they're 7-5. and five. They won seven, seven games back-to-back for only the second time since the 77 season. Okay. But they want more. I mean. They want more? They want more. I mean. They want more now. 
It they, seems like every fan base wants more. It doesn't matter who you have, right? And, and, and Twitter really amplifies that is what it is. Absolutely. Right? Unless you have Nick Saban or Dabo Sweeney. It seems Even like Nick every- Saban gets crap. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he Maybe, does. I guess. He, Carolina just said he hates Ohio State, but Ohio State deserves the final spot over Alabama. That's. I think that argument could go either way. Gary and I yeah. were getting into it before. Um, see, I was riding high this morning after the victory. You last got you night. got high this morning? <laughs> no, yesterday morning. Okay, uh, I was riding high this morning after okay, the victory. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. And Gary was um, making fun of their 31 point loss to Iowa. So, Gary, you think Alabama should should get in over Ohio State? Oh yeah, they oh, lost. Yeah. I mean, they lost to Auburn by 12. But nobody gives them any credit for losing their three starting linebackers in that game, and Auburn just ate up the middle of the field. So, I mean. That, that was their one tough, but, tough opponent that they played all year. They had yeah. no one else. I, I know you say you can't help who you play, but they, I mean, don't schedule Mercer and add another conference game. That's what we were saying earlier, though, man. If, you, if four years out you're going to say, no, no, we don't want to schedule Mercer, let's schedule, I mean, you name some big prog- out-of-conference program, you are going to set yourself up for a situation where you could easily be the best team in the country but have three losses, right? I mean, look how much credit Clemson gets. Because road, road, road disadvantages do matter. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so how much credit Clemson gets? Because their quarterback got knocked out in the second quarter of the Syracuse yeah. games, but everybody just puts that loss off. But Alabama loses a game. But they also won the ACC, and that was an early season loss. This is Alabama's last game that they played of the year, yeah. and that kept them out of the SEC championship. Listen, I'm that's fresh, and I'm, you know, I'm with you to where if you say the eye test, if Alabama would probably be favored versus Ohio State, and they probably should win that game, I'm I'm fine with saying that if the committee puts Alabama in just due to the eye test that Alabama's Alabama and they're a juggernaut. And hey, if you put them in the playoff, they could probably win it all. I'm fine with that. But if we go to to um, start looking at resumes, what? I think you would have to put Ohio State in ahead. I know, I know you have the bad Iowa loss, but they played three top five teams, and they lost to Oklahoma. But Penn State was number two when they beat them. Um, Wisconsin was undefeated when they beat them last night. I think just those two wins alone are better than any wins Alabama has. We just had a caller in, didn't want to go on to the air, but Mike says Alabama beat a lot of teams that are better than Iowa. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. I mean, if you're going to give a team, you can't take credit when people was put down Wisconsin's schedule all year. I mean, they had a terrible schedule. You can't give yourself too much credit for that win then if people didn't really trust their record anyways. Yeah, but – I don't know. Number one ranked defense in the country as well. There's there's so many things that could go either way. I I propose that you take ten random teams out of the country and then um, take your top four teams and say, hey, what would the spreads be versus these teams? Just send it straight to Vegas. Vegas, okay. Well, whoever has the largest spreads, if you have say UCF out there, USC, and say if Alabama and Ohio State play these two teams, what would the spreads be? Yeah. Why, why did why did Ohio State schedule Army on September 16th? They beat them 38 to seven in Columbus, and then turned right around in UNLV. Did they when they scheduled those? They think those would be powers, Steve. Yeah. I mean, those, those aren't terrible non-conference games. Not, look, not like merch. The fact is, Kelly, that the SEC plays one less conference game conference game than any other conference. Yeah, I think they should go to nine conference games. Yeah, also, they, they should. But like, 
I mean, here here are Ohio State's wins. Five and seven Indiana, five and seven UNLV, four and eight Rutgers, four and eight Maryland, four and eight Nebraska, two and ten Illinois, and a thirty-one point loss to seven and five Iowa. I mean, they. But granted, I mean, you do have to but give them. You have, you have to give them some. Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State. Three top fifteen wins, I think, is what they ended up with. Yeah. I mean, I can see a, a case where you put them both in, one or the other, but I'm I'm with you. I, I'm I'm not gonna. It's not gonna bother me either way. Yeah. Which one you put in? I just wanted. I just wondering if you want to see another Clemson Ohio State. Yeah, game. I'm. I'm with you there because I, I. I bet a lot of fans don't want to see that. Yeah. Also, I was kind of disappointed that with Ohio State having um, the primetime game last night and a chance to really show the committee something yeah. that J T Barrett played and <sighs> just looked. He's so bad, man. What was he? Twelve out of twenty-six. And that's what's holding him back. If they would, if they could just play their backup yeah. quarterback who can really sling it. I mean, there was a there was a time that Barrett overthrew four deep balls. And what about and the, he threw a pick six? This yeah. score could have been thirty-eight to ten. What about the, the uh, game? and the commentators talking about how he's playing a great game and yeah. managing? I'm like, what? What game are and they? That watching? was your chance to really impress the committee. I think they could have if they had a backup quarterback in that really could have probably leapfrogged them over Alabama. Yeah. They have probably, they have one of the best defenses in the country. That yeah. defense is nasty. And even Wisconsin had a chance to win the game at the yeah. end he threw, yeah. he threw the interception. I mean, that quarterback wasn't very great. I well, they'd run the I think they were running backs got 1900 yards rushing. So I think they was kind of thrown out of their element trying to yeah. catch up. Another comment from Mike says, "Do we really know how good those Big 10 wins are for Ohio State?" It compared to what? I mean, just do we? What's there's the not, value? Do not, we do we default to the the suggestion you had about let's go to Vegas? There's. I mean, what what wins on their their their, their schedule were great? There's not many um, SEC versus Big Ten games this year. Michigan beat Florida, and I think that's about it. There's yep. no other. There's no other instances that the SEC played the Big Ten. So I mean. Well, I mean, I'm looking September 30th. We, they beat Rutgers. They beat Rutgers 56-0. Who did? Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah, at, they're, at they're both in the Big Ten. I know, but what I'm saying is how great, how much credit do they deserve, for example, for that win? I don't know, but we can go up and down each other's schedules, right? True, yeah. yeah. Okay. But 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 what I like is um, I'm hearing mix, such mixed signals. It's such an emotional topic. Steve and I uh, ride in on occasion to the show together, um, kind of talk, you know, mm-hmm. get prepared mentally for the show, a little bit of discussion. This morning, Steve said, honestly, man, Alabama deserves the final spot in the playoff. Uh, yeah, I think I think that due to the eye test, I'd say. Okay, Carolina just and we know he doesn't like we know Carolina does not like the Buckeyes. Yeah. He just said I do not like Carol I do not like the Ohio State Buckeyes, but they deserve the final spot over Alabama. And everybody knows he used to be he for years he was an Alabama fan. So he has a lot of tie, he he has a lot of allegiance there to Alabama. It's right? it's basically fifty fifty, right? Because you have Is the, it that much of a toss up? You have a terrible Be- loss to Iowa and um a Big Ten championship win. And then you have a, a good loss to Auburn and then nothing else after that. But but, but I mean they they beat the best win after that is LSU. They got LSU, they won at Mississippi State, which they end up being decent. Know how, okay. I don't I don't think they're that great. I mean I don't think LSU is that great. What they end up? Mississippi State was eight and four, maybe. I believe is what they ended up with. I don't know. 
Who knows? Yeah, I wonder, right? remi- remind our I say listeners. Take it to Vegas. Take it to Vegas. Take it all decide. to Vegas. Yes. <laughs> the thing probably, is, is sometimes be... Vegas does mess with lines and stuff like that, though, for the sake of gambling, Steve. Right? I think when, it, it, when if, it, they, if they would come out with another line like this is exactly official, what it's supposed yeah. to because be. Because at first they go, you know what to, I mean? they yeah. go to the big dogs and let them set the line. Yes. The big... I, it'd probably be Clemson, Oklahoma would definitely be for sure. And then Alabama third. And then it'd probably be a toss-up between Georgia and Ohio State based on lines. For the fourth spot, I, I that's what I honestly. What, think. what does the Vegas? Because uh, Vegas love they they favor Alabama most yeah. of the time. I want to encourage our listeners get in on the action this morning once again. The Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzzline is five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty. We're actually going to head to the Buzzline now, where we have a, a, a young man who actually graduated this past week from college, had a big week, and and uh, was able to go to Duke and see his. Favorite college basketball team play we have on the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzz line with us, Les Abbott. How are you this morning, Les? I'm doing pretty great. I'm uh, I'm on my way back home from uh, Durham, North Carolina. It was it was a great time. I mean, it was really amazing to see you know Cameron Indoor Stadium and everything. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to I guess getting back and just you know uh, going on with my life. I guess. Uh, once again, Les Abbott helps us here on the Weekend Sports Buzz every weekend. He's out of town right now. Follow him on Twitter at Less is More Sports. Um, that's L-E-S-I-S, then, you know, more sports. So we appreciate everything Les does for us. Les, I know you are following the show this morning. I know you've got opinions on this college football playoff picture. Who's the final four teams for you, Les? Oh, I want to start by saying, Steve, you are the most negative Ohio State fan I have ever met in my life. They absolutely deserve to be in the Final Four spot over Alabama. They have more wins against the top 25 and their conference champions. Alabama, yes, they were 11-1 and in this magical eye test that I keep hearing about. You know, what is it? They haven't really played a tough schedule, really. I mean, um... LSU, we don't know, like you said, we don't know really how good they were. Mississippi State, I think, went on to be 8-4, and four and maybe 8-4. and was, was it 8-4? and four? I believe it was. I believe it was, yep. And um, they lost their quarterback towards the end of the year. But, you know, they had Nick Fitz, They, I mean, they did have Nick Fitzgerald when they played. But, I, don't, I mean, what has Alabama done that, that um, Ohio State hasn't, minus the fact that they have one fewer loss? It's just yeah. I they, mean, they have no bad losses, Alabama. That's they, that's the argument. They, they beat they, they beat Florida State the first game of the year. Nobody at that time, Florida State was number three. Okay, so you, you, like like Gary and I were saying earlier, when you make these schedules, you don't know exactly how everything's going to unfold. There's so many variables. I mean, we talked about it before. College football, the sport of football, inherently, you have how many? 33, 44 starters, if you, depending on how you break it down. So you have a few key injuries, the uh, ball rolls a certain way, this or that, and then all of a sudden that Florida State loss doesn't look very good. That changes the entire trajectory of everything. Keep in mind, like I said, before the season, Florida State was number three. In hindsight, yeah, I don't know. What's their, what's their, what's their big win? LSU, Mississippi State? Yeah. Um, Thank God they had Mercer scheduled uh, November 18th, right? Beat them 56-0. Uh, that didn't help their case much. But, less. so in your mind, it's Clemson 1, Oklahoma 2, Georgia 3, and then the Ohio State Buckeyes 4. Unless what you're saying is you don't think there's much of a question to it. I really don't. 
personally. I mean, I understand the whole fact that when you make the schedule at the beginning of the year, that they look hard, they look um, much more. That a team like Florida State looks much more appealing than it does right now. But I don't really understand how much that has to do with who deserves to get in, who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. The bottom line is, if Alabama really wanted to, and I'm sure they did want to, but if they they had an opportunity, all they had to do was beat Auburn, right? Yes, they would have to. They would have had to beat Auburn and probably have won the SEC championship. For me, it's hard to leave a conference champion out of the college football playoff. But I mean, there's only a certain. I mean, there's what five power conferences. So I mean, you have to. You have to, right? Well, I mean, if you say you that, have to leave, at least leave one out. But I don't think you can leave any of them out without putting maybe uh, USC you know, with, uh, putting a non-conference champion yes. in. That if that makes any sense. If I think, I mean, if you're going to put in, I don't know. It's it's always a weird sketch. It's always a weird thing, but. Besides, Ohio State has had I mean, they've beaten more, I guess, more ranked teams. I mean, so uh, we. That's I mean that's my argument against that. Like you said, like you were so all we were saying earlier, Alabama hasn't had the toughest strength of schedule overall. So Les, as I don't al- see why they should get in over. I still don't see why they should get in over over Ohio State. Les, as always, we appreciate your contributions here on the weekend sports bus. Before we let you go. You know, we cover everything in the world of sports. Is there anything else you want to chime in on this morning? Uh, no, I, I think that's got it. I do want to say that um, the people of Durham were great, and I had a great time, and I uh, hope, hope to be back on the show next week. No, yeah, we look forward to having you back in next, uh, next Sunday. Thank you so much, Les. Have a great rest of your weekend and safe travels. All right. Thanks, guys. Good stuff there from our man Les yeah. Abbott. I think I'm so negative. Is Negative Nancy is what because, we should call you. Because I've watched JT Barrett for four years, and he just drives me nuts, and I don't want to see him get in the playoff and, and blow it. because The team is so good. And but he then, was so bad last night. But then you night. have JT Barrett, who touches the ball every time and who could ruin the game for you. You know, I hate, That's to, const- I don't want to, see I hate to be the guy who constantly draws parallels, but is there any similarity between that and a Louisville basketball fan right now who's not impressed with Quinn Snyder? It very <sighs> well could be, yeah. Right? I've been, I've been saying since... Darius Perry got on campus. He should be the starting point guard. It se- it does seem to be constant. If, if Paget is continuing any trend that Rick had, it's your senior point guards or your junior point guards even underperforming. And the in vogue thing to be to have well, we've got Edgar Sosa. He's our senior point guard. But hell, look at this Peyton Siva. He's better. Yeah, we he- should be playing him. And then when Siva's an upperclassman. The exact same thing happened, right? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, Darius Perry played, played eight minutes the other night. And I, I just think he's, he makes the team better. We're going to get into college basketball for both the, the, the Cards and the Cats and the Hoosiers, a little bit of coverage for the uh, Indiana also in the second hour. Um, we are going to head to a break here. We appreciate everyone tuning in to the Weekend Sports Buzz. I'm Kelly Patrick. Steve Driver. Gary Love. Be sure to stay tuned. We will be back.
Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz here on 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. WXVW, the Big X, coming at you as we do every Sunday morning, 9 AM to 11 AM, talking all things in the world of sports. 1450 and 96.1, we are owned by our man Dugan Ryan, the only locally owned sports radio station in the city of Louisville and southern Indiana market. What that means is we have the creative flexibility and the green light for us to really talk about whatever the hell we want to. We're sports nerds, and if there's something that's topical, if it's if it's local, then by all means we'll talk about it. This morning's show thus far has really been a, a college football show nationally. We're not, we're, I don't think we've really spent much, I mean, we've talked a little bit about Mark Stoops, um, but but for the sake of today's show thus far, really we're, we're talking college football. We were talking in the break a little bit about the Tennessee coaching carousel, which is an absolute, I guess we'll say an absolute mess. Um, I was joking that Clay Travis, who, for those of our listeners who do do not know, Clay Travis is basically the Matt Jones of the of the Tennessee Volunteer fan base. Uh, you know, he, he's for years ran a, a website and a blog, and now he has you know radio shows, and I mean, he just has a lot of power over a very rabid fan base um, that is the Tennessee Volunteers football fans. He has had some interesting interactions recently on Twitter uh, with one Lane Kiffin. And we were talking in the break. If you're looking for fodder for sports radio, look no further than Lane Kiffin, right? I mean, this guy guy, um, has no problem joking with his current university. Um, or, you know, teasing his previous university about possibly going back there. I heard that he missed a, or he was late for a meeting at Florida Atlantic a couple weeks ago. I think this has been going on for a couple weeks, couple few weeks now. He was, he came in 10, 15 minutes late. Everybody was waiting for him. He went up to the, the microphone and he said, sorry, I was late guys. I just got off the phone with Tennessee. Everybody just, ah, laughing. <laughs> He's so funny. Um, but, but. I, what I'd like to do for for the sake of the show is do a, a quick recap of Lane Kiffin's career as a coach. We know he was born to the legendary, uh, his father's Monty Kiffin. Monty Kiffin is a, a legendary defensive coordinator, which is interesting to me. He created the Tampa 2, or he had a large hand. I guess Tampa 2 was kind of born out of, um, I think it was originally maybe the Steelers and, and, and Dungy and a lot of that. But Monty Kiffin is credited in large part with some of the greatest defenses ever. He was the coordinator for Derek Brooks, um, um, you know, uh, Rondé Barber, Lynch. I mean, that whole Tampa squad. But his son was given some opportunities. I feel he was maybe born with a little bit of a silver spoon as far as the coaching goes. He, he was handed by the, let's go ahead and say it, the senile Al Davis at the time the head coaching job for the Raiders. And let's do a quick breakdown, Gary. Do you have the the, the numbers up? of ha- what, what, First off, let's do a recap. What did Lane Kiffin, what, what, what were his last four jobs, please? Well, you had, uh, you had Florida Atlantic this past season. Okay. Then he was uh, Alabama's offensive coordinator for, I believe, two years. Okay, sounds right, yep. Then he was at USC as a head coach for four years and then one year at Tennessee. When you're at Tennessee, okay, and prior to that, he was with the Raiders? I believe 
Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Okay, so my my question is, why does he keep getting so many chances? And I know that – tell us uh, again what – at Florida Atlantic this past year, what kind of a year over year – because he was just at Florida Atlantic for one year. One year. What did he do with the record? He walked right in, and you know it's difficult to do that in the world of college football. It's not like Fred Hoiberg can go to Iowa State – and say, I'm the new popular guy, let's get some junior college transfers, and wham, we're all of a sudden really good. Or even Cal or, or somebody like that can do that in college basketball. In college football, it's a whole different animal. What did he do as far as taking the record for Florida Atlantic the previous year to what they did this, this year? Well, last year they finished the season 3-9, uh, and nine, and once they had the – you know, they hired him, and uh, he took them to 10-3 and three in the champion, and won the championship in his conference. So, so what he's doing right now is Lane Kiffin – for forever, whether it's because he's got a hot wife or because he, he he's he's got the lineage, the family lineage um, that he has, the last name he has, the prestige, he's coached in the NFL. For whatever reason, he's a household name. But right now he's riding particularly high because of that turnaround, okay? So he's a, an absolute hot commodity. Clay Travis seems to me to really like him, Um is he a serious candidate for the Tennessee job to come back to Knoxville, Steve? He very well could be. I'm I'm not too sure, but um, I think the reason why people like him so much is one thing: he's a he's a really good play caller. Wait, what, what, evidenced by what? Evidenced by the offensive coordinator, Alabama. By by having the most talented guys in the country. Well, what about his this this past most recent okay year? this past year? Turning he, us, he's he had great, a bunch of great opportunities. Didn't necessarily capitalize beyond what. A drunk Steve Sarkeesian, or or you know what other people can do. Then he did go to Florida Atlantic this past year, and all of a sudden he's, um, I guess we could compare him to the girl who grew up a hot girl all through school in high school. She was the hot girl. Maybe she then gained a little bit of weight. She started to lose a little bit of her 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 uh, appeal. But then maybe in her late thirties, early forties, she recreated herself, lost a little bit of weight, and got some fake boobs. Maybe had a little bit of work done to her face. I, I think it's a perfect analogy. <laughs> maybe some Botox. Mm. Botox, maybe butt implants. But she's got a really good personality still. <clears throat> and she, yeah. She's always had the good personality. <laughs> she's always had the good personality. But, let's be honest, good personality doesn't get you that far if it's coming from a from an ugly girl. <laughs> right? Right, Steve? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So okay. you're saying his... All of his, all of his success is banked off this past season. That's why he's a hot topic here in Louisville, Kentucky on the radio right now or across the country is because he did have a good year at Florida Atlantic. And um, I mean, he, look, look he at trolls the people on Twitter. I mean, yeah. he's an absolute character. But I'm sorry, yeah. Gary, what? I mean, I mean, we were talking about him being a play caller. Look at the points they scored this year. I mean, they, they put 41, 52, 48, 69, 58. So there's – I mean – Good offensive mind. None of them players are his. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see why Tennessee would hire him. He was 7-6 and six in one year. They act like he was 13-0 and 0 and left him. Could we draw parallels to Bobby Petrino going to Louisville, leaving, and then come back? Yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's as good this time as he was. But they was also in – yeah, and they was also in Conference USA, too. Yeah. He, he didn't have the competition. And he was a little – I feel like that offensive game plan was a little ahead of its time, and now everybody's – Pretty much up. caught up, right? Yep. You you got to adapt, but I mean, if we're drawing parallels to Bobby Petrino, I won't stop there. Now, what if Tennessee goes after him, Kelly? What do you think about that? I don't know why they're not, right? So you're, 
would you be I'm, disappointed I'm, if he left, or would you just bank on, well, I, we'll get Brom? Yeah, I don't know that we'd get Brom. Oh, yeah. You think? It's been it's been said that Brom would never be the coach here as long as uh, Tom Jurich was here. Okay. He's gone. But 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 isn't there instability right now in the I mean they're talking about dissolving this athletic association. I mean, I'm a Louisville, I'm the resident Louisville fan here. Yeah. And if there's a recurring theme among us right this morning, it's Steve's down on Ohio State getting into the playoff. I'm down on okay, if we lost Petrino, I don't know that we get Brom. Obviously, that would be the per, the ideal replacement um yeah, for the Louisville Louisville Cardinals. I just don't know if they can pay with those other other universities and Brom, he he's got to do what's best for him. Yeah, yeah, right. He could get a big boy job. That's too, what right? I mean. Louisville, let's not he kid ourselves. He could get a Florida State job, or he could. Yeah, and he, he was so bitter at Louisville because because George uh, blamed him for uh, Cragthorpe failing. He put it all on him. So yeah, he, he may still be, still be better about that. And I'm just saying, you got to do what's best for your career. You can't go back and be like, "Well, I did, this is where I was originally." You know what I mean? Yeah. I grew up there. So I would I, ideally, if we lose Petrino, yeah, I'd be a little sad because I, I am a firm believer. What I was going to say earlier is, you said Kiffin had so and so offenses, and everybody else is caught up. What you got to do is recreate yourself, and offensive geniuses do. I mean, Petrino's not getting a ton of credit. I feel that he should. For the production of Lamar Jackson. I mean, Petrino was early and often for a three-star quarterback. He's like, let's see how we can get him the hell in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let him run. Let him pass. We just want the ball in this guy's hands. And then what he did was he put together a couple seasons that were pretty unprecedented, yeah. really. Now, it's not a traditional Bobby Petrino style, right? Yeah. It's different. Yeah. But he cre- recreated himself a little bit. He used the tools that he had. And, and I feel Petrino... Uh, in a in a maybe a maybe a similar vein, I don't think Lane Kiffin really deserves to be in that type of territory. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's funny. He's funnier on Twitter. I love seeing Lane Kiffin troll people and, and troll. Yeah, have you seen some of of, yeah. of his tweets? Oh, I mean yeah. he's funnier. If it's stand up comedy or just a media person, if he's going to write the book, like Joel Embiid kind of did that a little bit last year and is still doing it on occasion. I don't know yeah. who else kind of maximizes their social media presence like Lane Kiffin or I guess Joel Embiid. You see Taco Bell and stuff like that. They're twi- Wendy's, Wendy's. Wendy's. Okay, Wendy's. Yeah. 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 They kill people. That's the, I love that. Yeah. I mean, you, you say bad things about people staring at their phones all day, but there are upsides to it. And yep. it is that they're they're getting real petty. I mean, <laughs> President of the United States isn't a stranger to <laughs> <laughs> maximizing his social media uh, uh, impact in whatever way, I mean, not to get political at all, but, I mean, he doesn't shy away from it. So I guess in some ways, Lane Kiffin or, or, or Wendy's, they're kind of the trend uh, with the social media. Once again, the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzz Line is 502-384-1450. We're going to head to the Buzz Line now where we have our man Blue on the line with us. How are you this morning, Blue? Oh, Kelly, I'm doing good, man. It's Christmas time. Indiana's losing all their games. I love my sports. Just having, having a ball, man. <laughs> hey, I know you said you're going to mention about basketball next hour, but I, is, is Gary Love, this the same recruiting guru you had on yep. last year? Last year, yes, Great. sir. Great. Okay, okay. I, I got a, a question, Gary, if you don't mind, about, uh, well, uh, the, the point guard that recently committed to UK, uh, I can't call his name right now, he's supposed to be uh, package deal with 
uh, Zion and Williamson. What are you hearing about Zion? I heard he's going Clemson, man. I mean, please tell me that's not true. Well, he, he's got a lot of family pulling him to stay, pulling for him to stay home, and oh god, it, yeah. I mean, it's one of them things. I mean, he takes a visit, an unofficial visit there, like every other weekend. So I mean, that's Kentucky. Like he's not going to Kansas. He's not going to Duke. If if Kentucky's beat out, it's because he wants to stay home and play. And I think right now that's that's where he's leaning towards. Oh man, I, I hope not, man. I mean, why why go to Clemson? It's like the guy that that uh, transferred to Kansas, man. Oh man, uh, uh, I, I want to say one thing, uh, Kelly, if I could. And Steve, how are you doing this morning, sir? Good, man. Good man. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, last week I made a comment about uh, Cal. Last week about him, uh, you know, not using the zone. It wasn't that I was against Cal. I can't think of a better coach that could be a Kentucky than Cal. It's that Cal is stubborn. That's all it is, man. I, that, that was my comment. I didn't, I didn't say he wasn't the right coach for Kentucky. He is. He's just stubborn. If you noticed, if you watched the game last night, he used a little bit of his own last night, man, and it changed the, the game. I mean, what is it about he, he don't like? He keeps saying he's getting ready for the uh, uh, NBA, man. There's no players that are no great defensive players in the NBA, but they get that. That team not play defense, man. Come on, Cal. <laughs> At least you can kind of like break him into the you know the zone. Use it as a you know, I can use a zone. He, he's totally against it. Why do y'all think that is, man? I there's two two downfalls of the zone for a young team. You can't rebound out of the zone, and they're struggling rebounding right now. And another thing is they're playing teams that shoot twenty eight thirty threes a game. A zone is to is to get your the, your opponent to shoot more outside shots. Well, you don't right. want to give you don't want to give up anymore because that team yesterday hit twelve threes and that was that was an equalized yeah. round. So you don't want these teams yeah. that that shoot threes all game just stand on there and have wide open shots. Yeah, I, I agree. It just seemed like when they play man to man that they they lose the 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 man they're supposed to be defending. They lose them and they're wide open all the time, man. I, I don't know. I like them playing zone, but anyway, enjoy your show, Kelly, as always, man, and go blue. Great stuff there from. From uh, Blue, who, who's turned into one of our more consistent yeah. callers each and every week, and you, you heard it, you heard it in its voice how excited he was that Gary's Gary, back on. Yeah, can you yeah. hear me? Yeah, now I can. You're good now. Gary, yeah, we can switch to uh, college basketball, though. Gary, how is uh, the defense overall for Kentucky? They're struggling right now. Really? Yeah, I mean, they're like you know, like Blue said, they can't stay in front of their man and. Nick Richards hasn't developed into that shot blocker yet to where he can kind of stay in his zone and help out, you know, help out weak side defense. And it just takes time. I mean, these guys didn't have to play defense in high school. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, it's, it's going to take time for them to get there. Hey, who's the kid I've been seeing on Twitter, the uh, white boy? That's Tyler Hero? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, oh, he's, he's on his way. Real, yeah, he'll be there next year. Uh, he had the game-winning three-point shot last yeah, night. For, he had, he had 34 that. last night and 41, I think it was, uh, Friday. Is he playing decent comp- competition and everything? Uh, it's Wisconsin, so you really don't know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's looked all right so far, and I think he'll end up being a five-star for the years over with. I mean, he's, I think, 30 right now. Mm-hmm. So, top 25, you're, you're five-star. He'll, he'll move up because he's a really good ball player. You know what's funny about having Gary in is is you, you heard the excitement in Blue's voice. He said, "Is this Gary that we had on? You know, uh, yeah. I guess last year during college yeah. basketball season." Gary, will you remind our listeners um, at Scouting You on Twitter, right? At Scouting You, and and I I try to keep up with you know put all my updates on recruiting and stuff like that on there. So we, we do appreciate that, and you, you've been a 
coming on season number two as being our go-to for not only Big Blue Country, but also uh, really the world of college basketball. What Outside of the local schools, Gary, what teams have really impressed you this year? Or is it just too damn early to say? It's early. I mean, I would say Duke's impressed me, but they've struggled with some wins also. Okay. I mean, they struggle on the, if you watch them, they struggle on the defensive end. And most young teams do. I tell you, a team that surprised me a lot is how bad Arizona is. I mean, they, they had to go to overtime last night to beat UNLV. And, or it would have been their fourth fourth loss in a row. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, I just think it's so early, and teams are actually playing really good teams. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see as the year goes on. What, what does it look like for the Indiana Hoosiers? You talk about one Miller. Let's go ahead and touch on the other one. I just can't believe Tom Crean left them. They've let, he left them so bare. Yeah. I mean, they're four and four, and, and they've been embarrassing some games. Is It's It's early. For the Archie Miller uh, tenure, but is he the right guy for that job? Yeah. Okay. I think he's a really good coach. Okay. I mean, if you don't, even if you don't have the talent, he can scheme scheme things up. But look at it. Look at his. Is he the recruiter? His brother is, because really that that's what ends up mattering, right? Yeah, you but know. you really can't tell because he was at Dayton. I mean, yeah. Dayton's not going to get very many big time guys. So I'd say give him two years at Indiana, and we'll see if he is a good recruiter. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about college basketball in the second hour. Some other, you know, a little bit of, uh, uh, there's UFC card last night we're going to get to. One of the uh, legends of our era uh, in boxing, Miguel Cotto, had his final fight of his career. We think it's his final fight. I think he's 36 years old. We'll see. We'll talk about that uh, in the second hour. Also, obviously, it's Sunday. Each and every time we're on the air here, it's Sunday. we got a, a, a full slate of college, uh, I'm sorry, of NFL to talk about today. Also, the NBA season's underway. We cover it all here on the Weekend Sports Buzz. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Be sure to stay tuned. Steve, Gary, and I will be back with more of the Weekend Sports Buzz.
Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz. I'm Kelly Patrick alongside Steve Driver. Gary Love coming at you. Talking all things in the world of sports, as we said earlier. The first hour, in in large part, was devoted to college football. And really, as far as I'm concerned, there's quite a few hot-button topics in the world of college football that we haven't even gotten to. The coaching carousel, the playoff picture. Right before we move on, who do you guys who do you guys think the selection committee will pick? I knew you were going to go back. That's why I was prefacing it with that. You were going to go back to college football. No, okay. just one last thing. Who do you think the committee is going to pick? Not yep. who do you think should be in. Okay. Who do you think the committee will choose? It's a great uh, point that you make because there's those are two entirely different things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gary, I'm going to go with uh, unpopular. I think Oklahoma number one. Okay. I think Clemson number two. I think Georgia number three. And I think they put Ohio State in yeah. number four. I was thinking maybe that they that they would bump Clemson out of one. So if Ohio State gets in, it's not another Clemson Ohio State. I was thinking the yep. same thing. But I was thinking maybe that they bump Georgia up to one. Yeah, because they don't they don't want to see the same matchup Oklahoma yeah. and Ohio State again either. And if you put Ohio State in, obviously, if there's anything this BCF BCS playoff history tells us is they like having Ohio State in, right? Yeah, I mean, that's true. And it does give representation to four different conferences. You're right. Yeah. And there's some value in that, right? Yes. Yeah, it's going to be – it's it's hard to put two teams in the same conference. In. Yeah. It really is. And they've yeah. never done it yet, right? <clears throat> no? No, they haven't. Okay. That's a good point. So that would be unprecedented if they put both Alabama and Georgia in. How great is Georgia? All right, all right. Let's take. So, okay. So, I'm going to say I, I agree. I sucked you back in. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Sucked you back in. <laughs> I, I'm going to say I agree with that. Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, <laughs> Ohio State. Okay, are we all three in agreement? It sounds like we are. Yeah, but not necessarily in that order. You're, you're both. You both say. I, I'm going to say Clemson stays at number one, just because. I mean that. That's they, what they did. Yeah, they killed Miami yesterday. Yeah, even okay. though Miami was losing, they was missing all their wide receivers and tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> so. Miami, I mean, what a what a uh, how high were they a few weeks ago, and yeah, then they just yeah. got their ass kicked by by Pittsburgh. Yeah, and um, oh how oh how uh, they have fallen. Um, so uh, what I'm going to say is this: we all agree that those are the four teams: yes. the Big Twelve, ACC, SEC, and the, the Big Ten. Right? Who do you think is going to win it? I'm gonna I'm gonna take Oklahoma. I am too. Okay. Yeah. I th- I think there's something to be said about that star quarterback that could just really I mean Deshaun Watson. Okay. That could just really take over the game. Baker, Baker May- Mayfield. Yeah. Okay. I know he's unpopular with a lot of people, but if their defense can just hold up a little bit, their offensive line is massive, and Baker Mayfield puts the ball on the money. Okay. So that I'm, opens a whole new can of worms. Yeah. But Gary, I'd like to see a former UK player get a championship ring too. Jeff Bidette. Okay. So, he's at Oklahoma. Who do you think, Kelly? Uh, for some reason, my gut says Georgia. That very their, well could. They, their yeah. defense is really yeah, good. Yeah, their defensive line I, is I a beast. I don't know why, but uh, for some reason, my gut. Because uh, as you said, you only have 12 games, and every team has some garbage games on their schedule, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, let's say you've only got really seven or six yeah. actual tests for each team. That's not that much of a – and then there's so many moving parts, as I was saying earlier, injuries, momentum. It, it's difficult to say 
But at least we got a playoff. We're talking college football, not because our man Dugan Ryan told us we need to. It's because it's intriguing. Yeah. Uh, Gary, have you ever seen anything like that last night when that field came up like that oh. and split? Did you see that, Kelly? The So there was a goal line stand. Ohio State's on defense. Wisconsin's trying to get in the end zone, which they eventually do. But the defensive players are just driving into the turf. The whole turf comes up, splits in half. Their legs are underneath the turf. I'm it took sure. them like 15 minutes to fix yeah, it, too. Yeah, there's one it? guy on the field, like, sewing it shut, shoving little those little pellets in there. They said I've that guy used to work like for, that. what, the Phillies or something like that is what they said? Oh, really? Yeah, he was a former uh, baseball field field guy. I bet he's getting tons of pub. There. Oh, they had it. They had which school he went to for college and stuff like that. On there. <laughs> That's the cool thing about People say they don't like this, the current age of social media and all that. I would argue, I mean, like you said, they, they, they immediately have all that information. Yeah. I think it's great. I saw something that said he was looking for Tennessee's coach under there. <laughs> That's funny. Because they had the whole turf lifted up like that. He was searching under there. So, uh, it's amazing how, um, how, how, how big of a business college football is. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's not going anywhere, is it? Nope. No. And as college, we've known for years college football is the revenue driver in the NCAA, right? It's what keeps most programs going. The money generated from your your football. Isn't it interesting? Is it interesting? To me, I'm a jaded Louisville fan, admittedly. Uh, very um, torn, disgusted, not happy with the, the, the Louisville being the, I could say Patsy or whatever. Maybe Patsy, maybe not. Maybe they're the only school doing that, paying players. They got busted paying a player. Is it amazing that there's no... Buzz about that happening in football? What the hell? What? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? What the hell? Nobody cares? Is it like WWE where you've got, well, they're going to do steroids. We want to make sure the UFC people don't do steroids. But uh, yeah, they do, uh, they, the WWE yeah, people, they're going to do steroids. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> we like it, though. <laughs> they're probably smarter about it in college football. One thing, you have way more players on a team. Another thing, you probably have boosters handing out the money. Fifty dollar handshakes. It's not the uh, you know, it's shoe, not shoe coaches companies or the coaches. You're the coaches directly yeah. sending messages to the players. It's a much bigger business. Like the old Miss coach. I mean, the yeah. old Miss guy. I mean, what was they? They was paying us like LG and E bill and stuff like that. So. Yeah, but weren't they sending direct messages to either him or the assistant coach saying, "Hey, uh, uh, my mom needs her electricity." Yeah. Bill paid. Yeah. So th- when in hindsight, it should have been the booster. Why does the, the FBI money. not care about that? Is my because there's got to be there's smoke, there's fire, right? That wasn't an isolated electricity issue. Well, the the, the NCAA don't care about you paying players. It's it's you know I mean not the NCAA, the FBI or anybody like that don't care they about care you. about wire fraud. Wire fraud is what gets you money embezzlement, not avoiding taxes. They they work yeah. in in concert with yeah. the. Uh, IRS. Yep. Louisville could have paid Bowen a million dollars. What but if he did? Yeah. He, he, I mean, he'd be in the same situation he's in now. He just won't be able to play anywhere. I mean, it wouldn't hurt him either, you know, either way. But that, that wire fraud and money, you know, money laundering, that, that'd get you every time. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so do you honestly believe the NCAA doesn't care about paying players? Who knows, Kelly? They might not. <laughs> I mean, we don't, we don't see it very often as much as you would think that it's going on. It's kind of like um, – steroids in the NFL. Why don't we hear so-and-so got popped for steroids? USADA, uh, the United States Anti-Doping Agency, came into the UFC, and you know I have a 
interest in MMA, so I'm constantly kind of following that. The USADA brought, introduced um, basically Olympic-style drug testing to the U- UFC, okay? Since then, John Jones, Anderson Silva, Everybody. the yep. best people in the world are getting popped. They're like, eh, you're done. Anderson Silva, you're the greatest ever. Cheater, cheater, you're a cheater, right? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is good for the sport. They don't seem to have a, a, a policing sense in the NFL for that, right? So it's just what the emphasis is. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm jaded, admittedly. Like I said, I'm a Louisville yeah. fan who, who's who's. I mean, you got to be at burnt. That's tough. And how about Louisville releasing Brian Bowen and say you go play somewhere else, knowing he's probably not going to play anywhere else. I mean, where else is he going to play? This sucks for him. So, but what, 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 what would have been the better way for them to handle that? They could have played him, right, Gary? They could, but they, would that implicate that they, they want to wash their hands of it, right? Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I mean, what's what's a good saying? You're free to transfer anywhere you want to play basketball. When he's most not play next he's not going to play. I mean, he's Derek Anderson's training him right now, keeping him in game shape. So he'll probably put his name in. But he's not. He's not a. He's not a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he can fight. He can do the Cam Newton round, where he didn't know anything about it. It was his dad. Yeah. That worked for Cam Newton. It absolutely did. But I think the NCAA said they closed that loophole where, you know, it's still your parent getting money. Yeah. So and, and, and they clearly only care about stuff like that because somehow it became – right? Yeah, it's a bad look for them. It's a bad look. Yeah. And I'm jaded, so I want to poke holes in the entire institution that is the NCAA, obviously. Meanwhile, this kid's career is ruined and his future – down the drain. Can't even get a free education anymore, Kelly. Well, I, I'm not, honestly, I know this sounds ruthless. I'm not that caught up in that side of it, okay? What I mean by that is this. You go out and smoke weed and drink and drive a little bit, you might not get caught, right? You know it's wrong, but you probably shouldn't do it, right? You, you, you shouldn't do it. But if you get popped, I'm not going to go, well, I mean, eh, poor kid. Does that make, is that a bad parallel? If you're breaking the rules and your family, yeah, his family screwed him over. But yeah. yeah, that's reality. I that's think- how it works. Sorry, your par- your family or whatever happened. Sorry that happened. We got to move on. We can't make rules based specifically. Does that make sense or I sound like a, a jerk? No, that makes sense. It I does. understand what you're saying. It does. I think Louisville's got more problems to worry about than they think they do. I mean, they're going to they're gonna have to go find out how his parents were living in, living in uh, the Gold House for three or four months straight. And I don't know. It just seems like it, it was a bad deal all the way around. Well, obviously, in my opinion, it's not an isolated incident. But that, and, and to say that they've cleaned their hands entirely is not accurate. David Paget was on the staff. I'm not saying he was the was the uh, uh, the bag man. You know, he wasn't the guy who paid. I, I don't know. Isn't uh, it weird? He's the only one they kept. I mean, it is. they got rid of everybody yeah. except for him. Maybe he's the only one they actually trust. Could be. Right? Well, that, that's the only one that, once again, it defaults to the earlier conversation about the fan base caring. Yeah. And what a more beloved player for the Louisville fan base to, to rally behind. I mean, he was a, a, a very successful center. He was a good passer, a good shooter, right? I mean, and he's articulate, and he came yeah. from a coaching lineage. His dad was a good coach, high school coach. Um, so, I mean, it made sense in a lot of ways, but, but what I'm saying is if you truly want to start from scratch, not only do you get Padgett the hell out of there, um, but there's no way Bowen was the only guy who was paid. 
right? In my opinion, for, I don't think. Are you saying I would for be? Louisville? Pi- you I talking about be, for Louisville? Sure. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You think maybe he was? Uh, I, I don't would know. Be curious if I was a high-rated player and I came in and I was like, "Oh, that guy got a hundred thousand dollars." They didn't offer me that. Yeah, but you got a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money, no matter who you are. Yeah, but especially if you're broke. Louisville hasn't been getting these top top guys, so I mean, they've never. I mean, who are they going to play? Who are they going to pay? Gorgie Jing? He was he wasn't very highly ranked. So you think maybe VJ King was probably paid off? And sure. Donovan Mitchell and maybe Donovan Mitchell wasn't very wasn't very okay. Blackshear maybe. Uh. Yeah, I want my money back if I, if I pay for Blackshear. Maybe, except that he was a starter. He was a big recruit. Yeah, yeah, and he was a starter on a team that won the national championship. I just don't know. So, but 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 all that you can really we don't know that that, that Brian Bowen was going to pan out. No, you don't, Kelly. It sounds to me like you want more players busted because. You you do admit that you're a little bit jaded. But no, I'm very jaded. Louisville has taken the fall probably more than any of the the of the other teams that have been busted, whether it be Miami or Auburn, Arizona, Arizona. Or Auburn, right? So they've been kind of taking heat more than anybody else. Seems like you want some more players. More, some more I just teams don't know what the hell's the going country. on. I just don't know what the hell's going on. I just don't. Does that make sense? I don't see how Bruce Pearl keeps his job at Auburn. I mean, he already had a show call. The rifleman is he going to prison? No. Oh, they got. They still got to go to. They still got to go to court and everything. I mean, Chuck Person is um, legendary three point shooter. I think he probably ranks in the top ten of three pointers made ever. Played at Auburn. Was the bag man right? Yeah. Was very involved and implicated. Took over a hundred thousand dollars. And and that can't be isolated. Is my thing. No, I don't think. Well, it's maybe, not like you're like this. Well, you've got your one chance. You can pay $100,000 to one player, and then you know you can't do it anymore. That's not how type of – I've been involved in shady operations before. <laughs> right? And, and anybody who's being honest uh, to a certain degree is aware of how stuff like that happens. It's not like, well, you can give one player $100,000, and then you're going to shoot straight and narrow the rest of your career. Yeah. Is it? Am I sounding crazy? I mean, that's. I don't no. think that's how stuff works. Especially if it's it like was you're Adidas gonna start... playing, paying players through these Adidas schools. If you're, if you're floating, you think that they're probably paying some more players exactly. than that were busted. How about how about Patino's quote a couple years back? Patino, uh, when he said Adidas <laughs> not, has not helped us get one player. Yeah, maybe, it, maybe at the time they yeah. hadn't. Though. Well, maybe he, they stepped their game up. Or and also Patino had quotes saying that 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 it's like maybe he said that and then he. He's like, oh, damn, I just found out that all our players were got that way. And then he's like, you remember he released a quote saying that the shoe companies will be the death of college basketball. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he was uh, in some ways he's right. just a, a bag full of mixed emotions maybe. But what I'm uh, c- uh, compared to is if you're waiting tables, okay, which I've waited tables before. Okay. And you, someone comes in and you've got, they ordered uh, some appetizers, but they only had appetizers and then they had like, each of them had a, a Diet Coke, four Diet Cokes. That comes out to like 15 bucks. okay? You can leave that on the computer screen and then just float it to the next table who comes in and has soft drinks. So they paid you cash for those $15 worth of Diet Cokes, okay? But you don't actually close that checkout. You charge the next person for it. So you're getting double paid as the server, okay? So, so what I'm the saying, customer notice that their check is a little bigger? No, their check is not bigger because you give them the check for their appetizers and their Diet Cokes, they pay they pay twenty three dollars, including their spinach dip. Okay. 
you close out the spinach dip, but you leave the four Diet Cokes on there that comes out to $15, okay? You transfer that, you leave it open, and you charge the next party for that same amount because you got paid in cash, okay? Kitchen doesn't know. The managers probably don't catch it. My, my point is this. You don't do that once, and then you're like, well, yeah, woo, $15, yeah. or you're a bartender who pours a beer and accepts cash for it. And then you don't ring it up. And you don't ring it up. Yeah. You know that it's $4.19, and you're like, they're like, I'll take another Bud Light, $4.19. You're six bucks. Keep the change. You just put that in your pocket. You don't do that once. You're right. Yeah. I don't think you do. I don't know. You wouldn't know, though, right? (laughs) I wouldn't know. Nothing from experience. No, no, I've I've read books about it. (laughs) But I I just don't think that it's an isolated incident. I think it'd be very naive to think that it is. My opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he knew? Rick? Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think I that. Don't, I don't know what to, to what degree, to, I, to be honest. he It very well may have been him, like, sitting in a room, and he's like, he knows he's not being recorded, and he's like, guys, you know I don't need to know about any of that. Yeah. That's not my job. You guys are my, my, my grunts talking down to him, maybe. I don't know, right? Yeah. You're my grunts. Andre, are, are those recruits happy? Right? Hold, we don't know. Hold it in their head and kiss them on the cheek like the Godfather. Yeah. Maybe something like Seriously. that. Seriously. I mean, there are smacking many parallels. Them, smacking them uh, yeah. on the I, cheek. I don't want to harp too much on the, the, the on this. We don't have to stick on this. Oh, it's all right. You don't sound uh, too too engaged in it either way. <laughs> I'm, I don't have an opinion. <laughs> no. So I, I don't know, man. I mean, we'll, we'll see. But so that's my thought about the, the Louisville investigation. I mean, we, there's, there's plenty so, of other so topics. So this, is, this is your last year basically with a little bit of hope for Louisville until it's basically you know end of the road right what do you what i mean you're not going to you just say you're not going to get any any good recruits after this year right so how many years i don't know left? that that's true how the reason i say left? that is is there has what's that how many years left do you have for, until for like, louisville basketball yeah until you just I don't, don't watch that college basketball true. at all for me oh for me okay yeah. if if louisville I don't see that happening because the NCAA has proved one thing to me, and it's a trans and it's very transparent. Although it's a, a farce, is that it's a business and that they like making money, like we all do, right? Yeah. Okay. UConn had some some stuff kind of get brushed under the rug. They're doing okay basketball wise, right? Louisville is in a different stratosphere as far as revenue generating power. They've you, got a. You say UConn's been all right. They've been terrible last three. Okay, but they've survived. Yeah, they, yeah. they've survived. They, were, yeah. Actually, they, they didn't shut the program down. Well, okay, yeah. actually, yeah. what I'm talking about is since the 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 allegations, they won a national championship. Oh, UConn. Yeah, right. Kevin Ollie. Yeah, 2014. But, okay, but so that was a few years ago. Different stratosphere, yeah. right? So okay, so I'm using that as in that this is uh, not only Louisville's in a different stratosphere as far as revenue generating power. Basketball-wise, for whatever reason, they just are because we don't have a professional team here, and we're, you know what I mean. Yeah. Louisville's a, a unique situation, but also um, different stratosphere with the underage prostitution history. I mean, that that very bad stuff. I think what kills Caught them is wired, hundred thousand. I mean, this is different, so I don't know. There's a lot of variables, but the one thing I do know is the NCAA likes making money. Yeah. So I'm not going to try to predict, but, but I'm not going to say it's over. But they also don't like being slapped in the face on a, with a team that's already on probation for something, and you go do something else. Do they care that yeah. much, though? And uh, I think UNC's made them look so dumb. Yeah. What if there's like a four-year postseason ban, something like that? Oh, they could shut it down if they wanted to, but what I'm saying is, will that affect their pocketbook? 
Yes, right? Yeah. But he was he was talking about them getting any great players. Yeah, oh, I mean, I, if I you know, have a four-year four postseason ban, there's not going to be no, you're not gonna recruits get... that want to come there because no, 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 they no, want to no. play in the tournament, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously, yes. If they give them a four-year postseason ban, they'd get Bellarmine players. I think yeah. they, they, they may get, get one year. What's that? I think they may get one year out of it. One year. Postseason uh, ban. Okay. They're not going, they don't give schools the death penalty no more. I think Louisville would take that, right? As a Louisville fan, if these one year, one yeah. year postseason ban. I would like to just know about it. What helped would help them yeah. is they they got rid of everybody. Did they? Well, they got rid of Patino. They got rid of the athletic director. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much cleared house. Yeah. Except for the head coach, who I don't know. All I'm saying is yeah, I don't. Yeah, but that's I, that's kind of viewed differently, I, I think, yeah. amongst. Well, at amongst least, who? It, yeah, at least in the city. I mean. And what else? And what more does Louisville know? I mean, they got rid of Kenny Johnson, and his name wasn't put in anything. Yeah. You don't get rid of the guy who, who brought Crean, Victor Oladipo, and Zeller, and all the talent, and then he comes to Louisville and he's your star? Yeah. No. There's something, yeah, there's something that And I'm not saying Louisville's the only there. dirty program or anything remotely close to no. that. You guys know my opinions. I think it's commonplace among big programs. Yep. But specific to Louisville, there's play. I, get, I guarantee there's players on the roster who receive money. Right? Am I crazy? On Louisville's roster? I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. Probably, yes. Right? Yeah, or or I would be pissed if I was Ding Adele, <laughs> and they they were like, "You gave him a hundred thousand dollars." I'd be sitting. Did you know that my family's starving? Right. Yeah. I would be furious if I found out that you guys were secretly hoarding some money for me for this show or something. Yeah. Right. I don't know. So you know, there's plenty to talk about. We're the weekend sports buzz. We don't have to harp specifically on the 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 Louisville. Um, Basketball scandal. It's not really little, It's not really basketball season yet, is it? Uh, in the state of Kentucky, it is. Yeah, yeah. H- Steve, you, yeah, it is. on the the ride in earlier, Steve was saying that they should shorten the college basketball season because nobody cares about it. And across the country, Mike and Mike have echoed that sentiment for years. Or is it really? If we, you just have Gary, a smaller you and I field, care. if you have a smaller field for the tournament, then the regular season is going to mean more. Okay. Right. That, that, if you only true. accept 32 teams, then but then will March Madness be as magical game? as it is? They would never. If anything, they would expand it because that's where they make all their I, money. I at. know it. But then the regular season to me just doesn't matter at all. It would matter if it started in December. That's why college football is so great because every game matters, right? It doesn't matter if you're playing the Citadel. It's just a different or, animal. Yeah, man. but yeah, you, you just you you can't take college basketball down to 15 games, 20 games. It, is that what you're saying? But suggesting? I'm saying you. you you can still make the tournament with what fourteen losses, right? They, you should. Just, I think you should shorten the season a little bit. I, I just don't think in the state of Kentucky, and it matters. College basketball will always matter in Kentucky, but across the country, I, I don't think people are very interested until the beginning of the next year. Yeah. Back to college football. I think it's it's going to be announced at noon. We're going to know at noon. Yeah. What the four teams are. Obviously, Louisville and Kentucky, I think from a, 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 if you look at it from a distance, you say, yeah, this was a good year for football in the state of Kentucky. Can't ask for much more. They both played 7-4, and four, uh, final game of the season, rivalry weekend. They're being grouped in with the other, let's say, college football legitimate rivalries. What are your thoughts on, on that game being the, the, on, on rivalry weekend, Gary? Um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really. What are you talking about? Louisville versus Kentucky? On yeah. Rival- why, yeah, yeah. why wouldn't it be on rival? 
it hasn't always been that way. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, this way, I mean, this way, both teams are at their best. You would think. I mean, it's kind of hard to play a rivalry game the very first game of the year. It's like your Daytona 500. Remember what happened with Michael Bush, first game of the year? Just yeah, it could ruin your season. But the last two years, it's been kind of funny because two years ago, Louisville started off hot, Kentucky not so good. But based on the last game of the year, it kind of dictates how your season went. This year, Louisville started off terrible, Kentucky very well. But since Louisville beat Kentucky in the the matchup, it seems like Louisville fans are pretty happy with the season, right? Yeah, yeah. It seems like whoever won that game the last two years. Uh huh. It basically just dictates. And that's the benefit of having it. South Carolina, Clemson, you know, right? That's rivalry weekend. That's how it works. Yeah. And especially especially for schools like Louisville or Kentucky, who as much as Louisville fans would like to think they're on that next level, they're not quite there. No. I mean, you can't be like, well, we didn't win the national championship in football this year, so this sucks. This season sucks. Yeah. Right? You can't quite be there, can you? No. No, no. you, you got to be happy with – with what they got here, and I, I'm I'm very optimistic about the future of the Louisville f- football program. Um, as long as the FBI doesn't completely start all of a sudden caring about wire fraud in college football, which they they, they wouldn't be the patsy for that because Louisville football is not on that level, right? Um, but I, I do think these past few games, Louisville football with Jair Alexander, Stacy Thomas, you know Burgess. I mean, with the defense playing the way they played those last few games of the year. I think Louisville could have, in hindsight, there's no way of proving this. I think they could have lost maybe two games, maybe just one. Based on just those injuries? Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. Preseason All-American Jair Alexander, I who thought- if you watch the games, I, if, you, if you sit and watch it, 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 it can, their defensive secondary without Jair Alexander is garbage. Yes. Garbage. Okay? But then you have Jair Alexander out there, and I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's a he's, game changer. He shuts that side of the field down. He really does. Yeah. And I know it's it sounds like uh, hyperbole or you know, but he's as good as Deion Sanders ever was. <laughs> <laughs> Prime Deion Sanders. It's pushing it a little it's bit. It's pushing it, but he was a preseason all American and, and and if you watch the games, I'm telling you, they've got a couple defensive backs that you get in the game for Louisville with no Jair Alexander out there and you're like, Well, this quarterback's gonna throw to that receiver because that cornerback sucks. And then just get your ass kicked. Gary, who's the UK set to play in a bowl game? Do they have any idea or what bowl it's going to be? It looks like it's going to be the Music City Bowl, and it looks like they're going to play Iowa. Okay. And Louisville, does, any idea who they're going to play? I've seen them. Which bowl did I see them in? I can't remember which bowl it was I've seen them in. Uh, but they got them playing Arizona. Arizona? Yeah. Okay. Yep, it's the last, last ones I've seen. <clears throat> we should know about that, I think, what, 2 o'clock today? Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah I think it's 2 o'clock. <clears throat> so, Kelly, Gary's here. Should we take advantage of, of some college basketball? I, I wasn't trying to uh, downsize college basketball by saying the country doesn't care. I know people in this region do care, even though if I don't. And, and right? we, are, we are a local show. Yeah. And, I mean, there's... The world doesn't revolve around Steve, right? So we don't have to cater specifically to you. So what else is there to talk about college basketball? I mean, what are, all right, Gary, what, what, what do you see this Kentucky team doing this year? Uh, at the end of the day, yeah, the end Sweet of, Sixteen team, Sweet Sixteen. Okay, I would think. I mean, then you get a, a puncher's chance at the lead eight. Okay, I just think they lack shooting. 
I mean, they was two out of 14 yesterday, and some of their looks were wide open. But I don't know. I mean, they got a shooter. He's injured right now. He's supposed to be back in January, Jamal Baker. But you can't put it all on him. So I'm looking at Sweet 16. But Louisville's got a big game today, don't they? Yeah, what do you see about Louisville? Yes. I think they have a hard time sh- – I think they have a hard time scoring. I mean, Purdue the other day, they went four or five minutes at a time, and they was missing layup after layup. They're, I don't know. I just There's a couple of players on that team that I just haven't seen get any better. Ray Spalding. Yeah. I mean, he stayed the same. But he does have – you know what's funny about a guy like that? In college basketball, inherently, it does allow for such ebbs and flows, ups and downs. But Ray Spalding does show flashes of a very valuable – so, I mean, it's early in the season. Yeah, they play Seton Hall, um, shockingly, at the Yum Center at 4 o'clock today. Yeah. Um, They're a pretty good team. They're decent. Well, they're 6-1, I think, is what they are. Yeah. I saw some interesting big, right? interviews yeah. with, big, big with, boys. with uh, Willard. Um, it's so funny. You, you, you see everything, and you saw my emotion earlier talking about the uh, dumpster fire that is Louisville, uh, the Louisville scandals. But you, you see all these coaches, everything's in such a um, different perspective now. You want to hear Mick Cronin chiming in. And then there's people wondering, you know, Willard, um, he was on that staff. Yeah. He's probably a bag man. <laughs> right? Who do, you, who do you think is Lowell's next coach? Basketball? Yeah. God, that is difficult to predict. I'll say Paget will stick around for a little bit. No. Nah. No, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know, Gary. Chris, Chris Mack. Oh, damn. His wife's from Louisville. Okay. I just think that's – So you, you're saying Padgett's done get. after this year? Yes. How bad of a deal would that be for him? It just depends on How? what kind of punishment they get. If it's a big two or three year, he may not take it. He may, What do you mean he may not Who, Chris Mack? Okay. Chris Mack. Yeah. If you're sitting on a big band. Yeah, he won't take it. But, from, you know, everything so – wh- Why are you writing David Padgett off? I just think it's too big of a job for him right now. But you do see that happen on occasion. Yeah. But if they get a if they get a good sized band, they'll probably keep him around. Yeah. All right, Gary. Yeah. If they get a, if they get a two or three year. Kevin Ollie did it. Yeah, he had he had the he had the national championship game, and hasn't done anything yeah. since. Okay, but yeah, I'm just saying it. Does, they're they're it wanting does. to get rid of him. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just saying there are other cases across the landscape. Yeah. Dawkins, I, I think, did it. He was an assistant for a long time at, at, at Duke, and then he walked right into at Stanford. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, there's other cases. I think, where's he at, Central Florida now? Yeah, but – but but Yeah. I'm not saying that those are on the, the scale of Louisville, but I'm not writing David Padgett off quite yet. You, you follow this stuff very closely, so that does intrigue me. Yeah, I just don't – You're saying no way. I don't think he's ready. I mean, we'll, this, this season, of course, is going to play out and see – And what if they make the Elite Eight? Then – You'd have to give it to him. Oh, I just, okay. I just don't think. What that, about the Sweet Sixteen? No, they definitely have the talent to to get that far. I mean, you're, say, you're saying you can envision in a scenario where Louisville basketball makes the Sweet Sixteen this year, and then they fire David Paget. They won't be firing him. He's only got a one year contract. He'd just be, well, be not viewed. renewing it. Okay, but however the vernacular, I just that's what it would be. I don't right? know. You've got to, you've got to. They're not even recruiting right now. So you just, I mean, he's assuming he's not getting the job. So either he's been told he's not getting the job or, I mean, how are you going to build a pro if you can't even get a two-year contract where you can go out and recruit guys and tell them you're going to be there? You're setting your program up for failure is what you're doing. 
I don't know, man. I, I think if you're comparing Louisville's recruiting to Kentucky's recruiting, they're entirely different. To teams. anybody. He can't recruit because he's got a one-year contract. That's fair. I mean, if he can't tell recruits, he's gonna he's not going to be there next year. Like, hey, I'm just going to get you for this next coach. We don't know who you going who is going to no, be. No, but we don't know that he's done, man. People love him. People love yeah. David Padgett. It, it, he's he was a great choice. Whoever said David Padgett for head coach, I think that was a great idea yeah. because it pacifies me, the Louisville fans, and and, and I think if he does something like makes the Sweet Sixteen, I'll even say if he makes it out of the first round with the current state. Of, uh, I don't know. Patino said he should make the Elite Eight, didn't he? <laughs> After the game the other night. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just like when if Cal was to leave, I wouldn't hire Kenny Payne. It's too big of a it's job. It's not the same thing, though, because this is a dumpster fire that uh, we're talking about. You can't say, Cal, yeah, Cal leaves. You're not like, well, yeah, Kenny Payne, everything's fine. No, you're right. That's very true. Right. D- but Kenny uh, Kenny Johnson was was viewed as the associate head coach, coach in waiting, right? Yeah. Kind of almost. They didn't announce that. No. But he would have been if obviously something happened there. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is that you can't compare it to a well-oiled machine that's having no problems like Kentucky basketball. Well, they, they should have at least given him a two-year deal, though. So yes. He, he could be out recruiting some guys, and then if you don't want to, if you don't want him back, get rid of him. But it. You know, if he's got a one-year deal and can't recruit anybody because he doesn't know if he's going to be there next year, you can't just automatically assume he's going to be there. Yeah, it's, it's, they should have, you know, if they had any inklings of keeping him, they should have gave him a two-year deal. Then if it didn't work out after this year, they could buy him out like they're buying it. It seems like everybody else in that program out. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I like him. I mean, he seems like a great person. Yeah, but that's irrelevant. Yeah, I just, I just don't know. I mean, Rick wasn't the greatest person, and I was happy as hell yeah. with him as the coach. Yeah, but I don't know. Like you, like you know, like I said, it'll play out. I mean, if people love him now, but if he goes out and loses fifteen games, they're going to say, "Hey, he's a great guy. Let's keep him around." It's all about how the season plays out. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I do not know what the hell. Um, you know they've got talent on that team. They do. So I don't know. I don't know, man. College basketball, um, Louisville. They do have. They have talent. Is Ding Adele's done? Right, he's a lottery pick. We if we start actually breaking down what the roster is going to look like, right? Is it what, you want to do for next year? Yeah. After this year? Not if you're going to get all depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm already there as far as that. It doesn't bring me down personally much. but You've always been really positive when it comes to Louisville. Yeah, it's because, I honestly, I look at sports as an outlet that is not tied up as... Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, fair enough. It's an outlet. It's like, I'm not going to... They, they can't do anything to me that's actually going to impact me personally. Yeah, I think you should just enjoy this year. I am. You should be all in for this year because they got a squad. Yep. I thought they were in that game. But you sound like you're talking to somebody who's got real bad cancer. <laughs> right? Sit down. Close your eyes, Kelly. <laughs> Lay your head back. Yeah, don't be a, don't be depressed about next year. I'm sure, gonna, you, sure I, you're not going to be here next year, but don't worry about that. We're going to the to the beach next week. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Let's see. Well, I don't know. I just – I think they lose today. Okay. I mean, Seton Hall's a really – they're a really good team. And Louisville's defense just isn't – don't look like it's as good as it has been. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. 
I thought they kind of that Purdue game. They were they had a chance to win at the end, but yeah. I thought they were kind of getting shafted on some of those calls, Gary. They were in foul trouble early. Yeah. Um, I like Dan Dockage announcing too. Why does everybody hate him? I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm on I'm on board with you guys on that. He's got me blocked on Twitter, so I don't know. <laughs> He's blocked so many people. Oh man, I've been blocked for about two years. <laughs> But you don't you don't hate him? <laughs> no, I don't. He, because he what he's doing he's 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 building his brand. Yeah, he no, trolls I'm, people I'm, to where they listen to him, and I'm cool with that. I like yeah, trolls. I don't I don't mind it. I at like all. trolls. I yeah. do. Uh, I'm a Louisville fan. I'm not going to pretend that I have to adopt the consensus among the Louisville fan base. The Louisville fan base right now hates Dan Dockage. Oh yeah. Why? Because he says a few things, points out a few things. I mean, if 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 a lot of Louisville fans are listening to me right now. Being real sad about the future, and they'd be like, "Why are you saying everything's going to be okay?" Some of them could be right. Yeah, some, some of them are saying stuff like sure, that. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. I mean, obviously, there's unprecedented, um, not allegations, no, um, things that have happened at Louisville uh, for the basketball program. We can go back to talking about college football at any time if you guys would like. Is that what you want to do? I don't know. I mean, it, it does make me a little... What about the NBA? You have to be happy about Donovan Mitchell probably being the best um, rookie in the NBA right well, now. Well, I mean, it depends. Do you consider Ben Simmons a rookie? They do, so yes. He's still having a better year than Ben Simmons, right? No. No. He? No. He had a big game the other day. Ben Simmons, um, he's playing really good. All right, fair enough, guys. No, I love I, the Donovan Mitchell stuff. And I said, you know what's funny is I said a few weeks ago or a month ago, right around when the, the season started, maybe it was preseason, I said Donovan Mitchell is one of the best dunkers in the NBA. I remember that. Was, that that yep. was my only statement. Everybody's like, oh, my God, you're a homer. Oh, you're, he is. Best dunkers, which doesn't mean anything. He's at least one of the best dunkers. He's not a good shooter in the NBA. He's actually he gets hot. Decent, he gets right? hot, but he let's does. look. Do you want me to bring up his numbers? Yeah, what's the average game? As far as shooting, he's like, I'll bring it up here. If you do that. Cavs on a 13-game win streak. Okay. Too early for the NBA, too? You guys waiting on Christmas Day or what? <laughs> yeah. You're talking about a season that's too long. Yeah, they could probably definitely shorten that. I agree with you there. I just uh, got the new college football bowl update. They've got Louisville playing Arizona State, and in the Sun Bow, it looks like they got Kentucky playing Northwestern in the Music City Bow. That'd be an entertaining game. I'd watch that. All right, Donovan Mitchell's shooting forty percent from the field, point four zero two. Okay, I mean he's he's a uh, how many points is he average a game? Sixteen point four points. 3.3 assists, 3.1 rebounds per game. That's pretty good. In 29. He went into a situation in Utah where they're like, let's yeah. see what you can do. Rodney Hood and you. And Gordon Hayward left. It, it, it left it left that spot open for him. Yeah. yeah. So so Jacksonville is where projections are for Louisville with the bowl game. Yep. They do, they do have Ohio State in. They do. Playing Clemson. It, it sounds wow. more and more like that's becoming the consensus. Steve, what kind of emotions are you They got Miami playing Alabama. Listen, you put it in the backup quarterback. I'm all in. We can win it all. I'm, I'm being dead serious. Okay, but – okay. Did you watch the game last night? JT Barrett threw a pick six. He overthrew about four guys deep that were 10-yard separation for touchdowns. Kelly, even my wife was watching. She was in agony. 
do you and your wife have the same opinions about sports every every day, or do you um, ever differ? I don't. I don't know. I rarely listen to her, so I honestly don't know what her opinions are. Every once in a while, that's fair. I'll, I'll catch one here or there. Accidentally hear something she says. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you're like, "Honey, can you turn it up?" Yeah. I think she she's usually turn she, the volume she on the game. She gets mad up. when they run the ball. She wants them to throw on it every single day. That reminds me of one of my best friends that I, I grew up. Does she seriously? Yeah, I swear. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, one of my best friends that I grew up with, who's not a big sports fan, would watch games and he would say, he would legitimately say stuff like this. I would just shoot a three pointer every time. <laughs> I think that. And then after the game, I'd be like, well, that was a tough loss for the cards, right? I think they should dunk it more. <laughs> they should get. They should recruit players who are better at dunking. That that's the analysis. Which honestly, in a way, that kind of sounds smart. And if you had Mike Leach, if we had him in studio and he heard us laughing at ha ha ha, silly girl, she says they should shouldn't run it. Mike Leach would be like, or Mike D'Antoni even yeah. for the basketball world, right? So you can make arguments. This stuff like that's rational. And dunking is a very high percentage shot. It's just, it is funny to hear different analysis of sports because you can't really survive in the SEC. I don't think Mike Leach goes to Tennessee. If he went to Tennessee, I don't think he goes there and thrives. No. you got to be able to play defense in the SEC. It's never worked, has it? Nope. What if he gets a good defense coordinator? It don't matter if you it, leave him out on the field half, you know, yeah. 60% of the game. What a lot of people don't take into consideration it. is, and, and Mike Leach even, and I, I know it sounds silly for me to educate Mike Leach on football, Yeah. but when you run the ball, the clock keeps going, you, you, right? I mean, that. Yeah. You, you control the clock, you pass the, you know, you pass the ball, you don't, right? Yep. It, it's, it's simple. I don't know. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm not saying it's simple. To, to coach, but if there's a reason in the SEC and even in the Big Ten, quarterbacks don't always, the best quarterbacks in the NFL don't always come from those schools. I mean, there's Matt Stafford, there's uh, Tom Brady, there's, there's plenty of examples, Peyton Manning, right? But for the most part, you would think the SEC or maybe even the Big Ten would produce better star quarterbacks than they do. Hey, why isn't Charlie Strong getting... Why isn't his name being thrown around for some of these, the Tennessee job or the Florida State job? Because of, because of what he did at Texas. It's, Still, uh, what, what? He should have never went to Texas. He wow. didn't do that bad, though, did he? What did he do? I mean. They just, they're just, they wasn't very good. I know, but I'm just saying. Why, did, why didn't Florida look at him? Why, Les Miles had Dan Mullen than Charlie Strong. All these coaches are getting retreads. Les Miles now, and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. You know what I mean? I mean. I don't think he did. Let's look up. What did he do at? I'll bring it up. What did Charlie Strong do at Texas? I'm just saying teams like Florida or teams that haven't been successful the past couple of years that are still big name teams. I think he should go to Arkansas. I if I was him, I'd stick in Florida. Or okay, he went six and seven, really well. five and seven, and five and seven to Texas. That's not good. No, not not no. for Texas. I know. So he he did bad. Yeah. Okay, but. All right, let's look it up. If he would have waited one more year at Louisville, he would have been at Florida right now. What? That's what I'm saying. Why couldn't he go this past year? Why couldn't he, can he go right now? He's not as hot of a commodity. Because Dan Mullen is a better option than, than Charlie Strong. I, I'm not buying that, man. Look at what Les Miles did. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of that guy. In the SEC. 
2005, 11 and 2. 2006, 11 and 2. Then 12 and 2. Then 8 and 5. 9 and 4. 11 and 2. 13 and 1. 10 and 3. 10 and 3. 8 and 5. 9 and 3. And then 2016, he started 2 and 2 and got fired. I know. Isn't that crazy? He's the most qualified candidate for an SEC job. No question. No question. Am I wrong? No, I not, not No. No, I'm 8. I don't he know sounds why. like a pro wrestler in interviews, which is cool. <laughs> right? His, his, LSU just has lofty expectations. He wasn't cutting it. Like how like, many schools can have those type of expectations? It's insane. Yeah. Tennessee does. Georgia does. LSU does. Florida. Oklahoma does. That's, that's what happens or when Arkansas you, does, kind of. That's what happens when you rub them boosters wrong. Them guys can get you fired in a second. But why would they if it was – because you would think what they care about is wins and yeah. losses – I don't know. They always think there's something better Just out there. Just because, I mean, he's, I don't think he's ever developed a quarterback. I mean. But they, does that matter? We were just talking about when, what, 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 what should Miles. Ma- yeah. Are you guys talking about Les Miles? Yeah. yeah. Matt Flynn. I mean. I mean, you always don't need the best quarterback in college to win. Yeah, you need to yeah. win. You need three three yards and a cloud of dust. They watching that offense. Yeah. Is that what they were tired <laughs> of? Because I, I would think it's like watching Floyd Mayweather box. I mean, how many people, like. Odell Beckham Jr. Once I mean, once he got once Les Miles got fired, they they blasted him, saying, "Well, you know, if you would have gave us the ball more or this and that." Odell Beckham Jr. said, "Oh that? yeah," and Jarvis Landry. Yeah, that's so dumb, isn't it? Because what you're trying to do is win. Yeah, it's like I said, Floyd Mayweather Jr. People criticize him or Arislandi Lara, Cuban Southpaw. The goal is to hit and not get hit in boxing. Gotcha. You and win, walk away with the W. In football, it's somehow walk away with the W. It's not easy. Everybody admits it's not easy to win in football. Your goal is to win, though. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to put up numbers, bring in, bring back Hal Mummy, right? Yeah. Or uh, Mike Leach should get the Alabama job instead of Nick Saban, maybe. Maybe that's what we should do. I mean, I'm a big fan of the West Coast offense, but I like watching it but too. You, right? You've like got to be able to stop somebody too. Yeah, I think that what I'm just tired of is. Teams firing coaches or getting rid of coaches and then hiring another mediocre coach thinking it's going to be different somehow. Like if Tennessee hires Sumlin, like how is he going to be that much better? How is Dan Mullen going to be that much better at Florida than he was at Mississippi State? Just access to better recruits? I I can see that, maybe. I I heard Starkville was a disaster down there. It it depends on what kind of uh, assistance you have on the South Florida and all across Florida recruiting trails, right? You can recruit the state of Florida, but Florida's super competitive now, too. you got Charlie Strong uh, busting his ass down there for recruits. He's got all sorts of ties. you got people pulling out of Florida left and right. What about uh, he's taking Todd Grantham with him, too, isn't he? He, he kind of hired up a little bit. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, he, they had a top-10 defense this year, so I don't know. Yeah, they did. He kind of – did you see that note that he posted where he was kind of yeah. like this – Really wanted to emphasize that he took a, a hundredth ranked defense last year and made him a top ten defense. I good for him. Yeah. I, I think you could argue uh, Grantham got a raw deal. Yeah. With Louisville. Personalities clashed. Yeah. 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 I mean that that's clearly a Bobby Petrino um Todd Grantham issue. Yep. That happens sometimes. That's yeah, it does. Look at it, us, it, Kelly. I mean, ninety percent of the time. I don't like you. When I leave here, a lot of times people ask me how the show go, and the first thing I say is I hate Steve. <laughs> I hate Steve and I hate his wife. 
That's what I normally say. I usually say I hate Kelly and his kids. <laughs> I've, nev- I've never met him, but I hate him. That's fair. You know, I mean, you got to coexist. But Bobby Petrino's the leader of the Louisville football program, and, and if he says the defensive coordinator needs to go, right? Yeah. You got to default to that. Yep. So we'll find out at noon who the final four are. I think we pretty much determined it. It's going to be Ohio State instead of Alabama, right? Yep. Yeah. They're probably listening, too. <laughs> So no, if seriously. They had any questions? We us three all predicted it'll be Ohio State instead of Alabama. Yes. So we have Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, Ohio State. You two feel Oklahoma bumps Clemson as the number one seed. You flipped a coin and chose Georgia. Well, if Georgia is winning it, I think Clemson will stay as number one. Oh, okay. I think Georgia. For some reason, I, my gut says Georgia will win it. And, and your choices for winning it all are Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Yep. Oklahoma. You guys happen to have this exact same picks. It's funny. I'm in this room over here. Are you, what are you trying to run in the boards? You guys collusion? happen to, You think it's collusion? I don't know what it is. It doesn't look good, though. Doesn't sound good. Doesn't smell good. Collusion. So we got the, the college football playoff coming up. We got NBA regular season in full swing right now. Hey, real quick before I know we don't have much time left. What do you guys think about Eli Manning getting benched? I think it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... He's been mediocre the last two or three years. Okay. Always leads the league in interceptions. That's the only significant category he's ever led the league in. <laughs> hey, but he started like 220 games in a row or something, right? Yeah. Is is there? Can we draw parallels between that and Cal Ripken Jr.? What are you trying to say? Cal Ripken sucks? Well, compared to the hype he gets, maybe. You're saying he's overrated? I don't know. I was a huge Ripken fan. Well, so. that's okay. Do you remember yeah. that home run I'm not he saying he wasn't great. Game? I'm not saying he wasn't great. I'm saying, um, you know, there's people who are better than him. Yeah. Did he ever reach 3,000 hits? But he knew it was his time, though. He pulled himself from the game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You're saying Eli should do the same thing? Yes. Yeah, because he, he's been bad for a couple of years now. He has. If you don't want to get benched, be better. But, Gary, <laughs> what? guess who they're playing today? Geno Smith. Oh, yeah. I mean, they could have played a tight end. Probably been I better. wonder if Geno Smith's jaw is, jaw is doing okay. I don't know. After Remember, being broken three years ago, three years ago, three or four years ago, he got punched in practice. Yeah, it's probably we should see today, but I doubt he's going to be any better. I think that team. I don't know. Well, the, the head coach McAdoo. Ben, yeah, he's trying to save his job. He's trying right? to save his job. He's trying to say, look, if they if they pull out some wins today or, or toward the end of the season, he can he'll get credit for those, right? Yeah. And, and I don't necessarily disagree with him. He's trying to make a good decision for his career, right? Put his thumbprint on this. Um, it's just, I'm not too worried about, well, Eli's getting screwed. Do you think his career's over? No. He'll be at Denver next year. There's so really? many opportunities for a mediocre QB in the NFL. Right? I'm predicting that right now. Yeah, I, I think he's beyond, is he mediocre? What about Jacksonville, Tom Coughlin down there? He could be. Could be in Jacksonville. Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzzline is 502-384-1450. We're actually going to head to the Buzzline where we have our only regular female caller. We do have Katie on the line with us. How are you this morning, Katie? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. We appreciate you calling in this morning and listening. What do you have for us? Well, sorry. I wanted to call in earlier, but I was feeding my son. And um, he was being a little noisy, but I wanted to chime in on uh, Steve Driver saying he doesn't like to listen to his wife, but it reminded me of this story of 
this girlfriend I have, her name's Lynette, and her husband's name's James. And they went to a um, horse racing event, and she told him to bet, um, I think, like, $10 on one horse that was had really low odds of winning. And he didn't bet as much as she wanted him to. And it would have gotten them out of debt, so they ended up getting a divorce. <laughs> they so got a divorce because of that. Husbands yeah. should listen to their wives more often. Oh, all the time, not just Excuse- more often. I'm sorry, all the time. I wasn't listening. What'd you say? All the time, not just more often. Oh, okay. okay. Well, on, on that note, um, have you been following college football lately? Yes, I watched the Ohio State game last night, and. I feel like they've been getting lucky with these wins. JT Barrett needs to go. I was hoping that, I, and I hate any player getting injured, but I was hoping that was going to be kind of like our secret that is success. Awful. Because <laughs> I know, but I mean, he's not been performing, and Irving is, or Urban Meyer, sorry, I'm a Kyrie Irving fan. Um, Urban Meyer wants to be so loyal, and I can appreciate that, but up to a certain point, you know, your backup playing better than your. You're starter. You gotta, you gotta go with what's gonna get you the the win. Katie, at noon in about an hour, the four teams for the college football playoff will be announced. Do you think it'll be Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, and Ohio State, or do you think Alabama <laughs> will get in instead of Ohio State? Um, that's a tough one. I, I have to say, I think Alabama will get in. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Katie, as always. We appreciate your call this morning. Before we let you go, anything else you want to chime in on? Yeah, always listen to women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> always listen to women. Okay. All right. Thank you very right. much, Katie. Have Thanks, a great rest guys. of your weekend. Good stuff there from Katie. Not very happy with Steve Driver. I wish we could have Marcus call in and maybe give us a few <laughs> life lessons, pointers on, you know, if we should listen to women. <laughs> It's for sports? Yeah. Or you mean just period? Yeah, just in general. Okay. You know, we were talking earlier about my buddy saying so-and-so should dunk more. You know, they should. Yeah. That's the analysis. But, I mean, there's some truth to stuff like that. So simplifying, right? Just because I think I know a lot about football. You know what I mean? I was never a successful coach or even a good player, really, at all. Played a little bit of freshman football as a backup running back, and I get laid out every time the ball was handed to me. So I all of a sudden think I'm way smarter than some some girl watching, right? Or more or smarter even than Mike Leach, who I think I should say Mike Leach, you need to run the ball more. Or Mike D'Antoni or his brother, um, saying you guys shoot way too many threes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's some truth to that. That's what's cool about sports. Everybody has a different take on it. Um, and even though Steve obviously is anti-women, I would like to say. I think women's opinions, uh, they matter. They do matter. They matter. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Gary, love coming in with us this morning, at Scouting You on Twitter. We appreciate everybody listening. Gary, we'll have you back in sometime very soon. Appreciate it. Thank you. And everybody, join us next Sunday from 9 a.m. until 11 a.m. We will be back with more of the Weekend Sports Buzz.